Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Fresh off the road, Rachel and Griffin got the stink of the road still on them. As yeah. They travel back from uh, dr- from Dragon Con 2022, where we glad handed <laughs> pressed the flesh. As they say in this industry, you made a face that. Yeah, I don't like that expression. I mean, I get it. I just it. Well, we got to say hey to lots of people, and they like came up and said like nice stuff about our show. That was, and we great. said nice stuff about the costumes but they I didn't were probably like, wearing. I didn't touch any of them. You? Oh, you didn't? No. Oh well, then yeah, you didn't press the. Fl- I guess I did most of the flesh pressing <laughs> for both for both of us. Yeah. Thank you, I guess, for it's that. Part of the contract is you have to press the flesh. It says it. And then it says in like asterisk, like what that means is up to you. So maybe yours was sort of like an emotional <laughs> flesh press. Yeah, I'd like to think that happened. But uh, it was good to see everybody. Thanks for coming out and saying, hey, if you did do that. If you didn't, that's, that's okay. Um, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's not like we were excited to see you or anything. I had a lot of people talk about how they listened to this show. Wonderful. Uh specifically when they were trying to sleep oh, or relax, which I I think maybe back in the in the early days I would have felt like that was some kind of slight, but I get it. No, man. it's a I get it's it. I de- and let's be quieter, I guess. Oh yeah. Chill vibes. Nobody said anything, but like there was an undercurrent of like, but keep it down. Yeah. Some <laughs> of us are trying to sleep over here. <laughs> um do you have a small wonder? Because I do, if you if you're not, ready. yeah, go ahead and go first. Uh, we just streamed Fortnite, me and Justin and Travis. That game is so preposterous. That game is <laughs> so ridiculous. I thought it was all all about like the shooting. Even the shooting is like kind of cartoony and okay. like I mean it's guns, so like whatever. But also like I was Goku and I was like I had like a grappling hook and I was swinging around and then I landed on the back of a big pig and I started to ride that and. Me and Justin and Travis got in a car and were driving, but we ran into Darth Vader, who used the force to pick our car up and throw us yeah. through the air. And it's like, <laughs> what? What happened? What? What was this game? So all the little toys that Henry gets that are Fortnite, those themed, are all very real. Are they're like they're like playable characters. Yeah, like, for the okay. most part, there's a lot okay. of characters in that game. John Cena is one of them. I got one of these days. He's going to show back up in the rotation. I'll spend as much money as I need to secure him. But it's just so silly. Yeah. It's such a silly, silly game. And I don't play it that often. I only play it basically when we stream it. And every time I do, I'm reminded like it's a it's a marvel that this game exists where I can ride on a pig until Darth Vader throws my Jetta into the sky. <laughs> um, was that enough time? It was, yes. Uh, so I made this thing for lunch that I have made before, and the recipe is enormous. And oh so boy. it basically is going to be my lunch probably for the rest of the week, unless you dip in. Also, okay. Which okay. is okay. Well, tell me what it is. Uh, so it's quinoa, which I I'm know, good. I know you're mixed I'm about. <laughs> uh, and it's got uh, chickpeas and cucumber and uh, red onion and parsley. Raw, raw, red, raw red onion? Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, parsley and uh, garlic and olive oil and red wine vinegar. Um, Sounds hearty. It's delicious. Hearty and kind of funky and uh, yeah. I mean, healthful. healthful. Get you-, you can put some feta in there. I didn't happen to have any vegan feta on me. No. Why uh, would you? But uh, <laughs> it's really good. 
Uh, I have had this before. I don't hate quinoa. I just need it to. I, I need it to soak up a lot of flavor, <laughs> like a lot of flavor. Yeah. For it to for gain entry into my my sacred body, uh-huh. it needs to come with a lot of flavor as its like special guest. Uh huh. And um, it sounds like this might give me. You know what? I'll eat some. I'll eat some of your food. <laughs> I'll eat some of your quinoa food. Well, that was clearly my hope. Uh, You go first this week. I do. Do you want to hit me with it? Yeah. What you got? So my thing this week uh, is chemistry, specifically chemistry between people. Oh, yeah. Oh, you feeling this? I can feel it in the air. (laughs) Pungent. The chemistry is these visible stink lines. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying what I see. I don't know why. You see visible stink lines between us right now? Pungent stink lines of of tension of the, the romantic variety. And this came up for a couple of reasons like, for me. Okay. You can stop. You can stop oh, now. Thank you. <laughs> um, one, Griffin and I continue uh, despite probably self-preservation instincts uh, to occasionally watch Married at First Sight. And I keep trying to put my finger on what it is exactly about the show that keeps pulling me back. Uh, And I think some of it is this idea that you could match people based on traits and it could go so horribly wrong. Yes. Or it could start good and then immediately fall apart. As is uh, almost always the case. And I think some of that is can be best described as chemistry. Yeah. Like I I, um, I tend to be pretty logical. So for me, I don't know that I entirely believe in chemistry as, as a thing, but I know that I... Well, you believe that if you put, you know... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know that if you alkaline, mix... An alkaline... I'm trying to think of one chemistry <laughs> thing to say. If you put Na and bases, Cl together, acids and it does bases. Make, it salt, and some of them is <laughs> poison. Lots of them is poison. Um, but yeah, I know that I know that that like that feeling when you meet somebody and you're like, oh wow, this this feels like there's an energy here. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be insufferable this whole <laughs> I know, segment. I'm realizing that right now. Okay. <laughs> um, uh. And and there is so there's not a lot of uh, study on this, but there is just enough. Okay. I, would say. I will also say that if you Google uh, what I did, which was chemistry between people, yeah, uh, you get so many sites that try and distill it to like a number of items. Here we okay. go. So I have six traits that cause romantic chemistry. Seventeen signs of chemistry. Well, is it six or is it seventeen? Thirty signs of good chemistry. Jesus. 18 signs of intense chemistry, 28 signs of good chemistry, uh, chemistry between two people, or parentheses, 13 undeniable signs. Okay, so just a lot of, (laughs) we need to get together and decide on what the correct number. Which makes me wonder, are there people that enter a relationship and are trying to decide if they have chemistry? Like, who are these lists for? Yeah, like, I don't know. Wait a minute. Do we have chemistry? Let me see how many of these traits we have. Like, we're, we're both pretty logical people. The thought has never occurred to me to try to, to score our 
our love value in some way. <laughs> I know this is a thing when you're a teen in yeah. the magazines. Oh, of course. It's like 15 signs your relationship will last. Or, or right. take this quiz and find out if this is the right partner for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as as you get older, it starts to seem like less relevant, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the research I did find, so there was an article in the Association for Psychological Science, December 2021, uh, and they found a few things out about chemistry. Uh, specifically, chemistry is an emergent phenomenon, so it emerges from interactions rather than attributes, expectations, or biases. That makes sense. Uh, well, yeah, which makes sense. Like, you can't really know if you have chemistry with somebody when you see them across a room. Yeah. You know? Uh, it is a... I mean, I did with you. Okay. I did with you. You saw me and you were like, oh, chemistry. Well, I mean, uh, my heart's, my eyes turned into heart shape and they went hubba, 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 <laughs> so loud that you heard me. Uh, my head becomes became a wolf head for <laughs> a f- for a few minutes. I mean, attraction is part of it. Yeah, uh, I went boing. Pants got tight. My went boing. My pants got tight. Sorry, my head turned into a wolf head. <laughs> you remember all that? No, I don't. Maybe the- maybe I I looked away when all this was happening. I do not blame you. I had to go in an ambulance. <laughs> Uh, chemistry is a relationship effect, so it can be related to liking, but is broader than that. It encompasses the feeling that a given relationship is special and different from other relationships. I feel that for sure. That's a big thing for me, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is about the way my head works, but I need to feel like this is different, guys. Yeah, of this course is it special. is special. That's not just you. That's, that's probably not that's just me. That's every, I would hope it's everyone, right? <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Even if you don't, haven't found that special someone yet, like, I don't know, you gotta at least acknowledge that that feeling of this is a different one than the other ones <laughs> is true. Yeah, and that is something with Married at First Sight. Like, you can tell, like, how willing these people are, and in some cases, like, dependent yeah. on this being a thing like, yes. very quickly. Married at First Sight is when two highly unqualified matchmakers come to you and drop you next to someone, and then they tell you, you have chemistry. <laughs> Whether or not you figure out why is up to you. Yeah. No, there is this mystery like, well, they must have matched us for some reason. We used to have a sex expert, but she's gone now. So you're (laughs) on your own in that department, too. Bye. Uh, Chemistry is often embodied, uh, like eye contact, mimicry of facial and bodily expressions, synchronous movements. (laughs) Stop. What? You know what? I do remember when we were getting a ride uh, back to my place when we were with our friends and and we both had our head on the on the back of the car and we were talking about Chicago. Mm. And felt I felt very connected to you in that moment. We had our head on the back of the car. We both were like leaning our head back on oh, the on the back seat we were of the so car. So drunk. <laughs> So we just true. could not. You were probably thinking about how badly you had to pee because That's you did true. immediately run into my house and do that. Did. It's a baller move. Y'all can use that one too. <laughs> if a girl you like is dro- getting dro- you're getting dropped off or she's getting dropped off first, you'd be like, hey, let me just dip on in there and wreck your bathroom. <laughs> it was pee. 
It was just pee, guys. <laughs> it was just pee. Uh, the last thing from this is uh, chemistry is different from other connections. Uh, so, for example, family members, friends, coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, again, uh, an intense and immediate physical attraction might be conflated with chemistry, but relationships with chemistry have additional unique characteristics. Fun. So the other thing I read – so that was called the interpersonal chemistry model – Okay. Uh, and, and that had all of these different, like it was a matrix, uh, cool. that included like different elements of the chemistry model, which include like repeated moments of connection, individuals, personality traits and goals, perception of shared identity, effective positivity to other, <laughs> all of this very romantic stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the other thing I read is a good housekeeping article. <laughs> now here's where we're going to hit some real good research. Uh, Dr. Helen Fisher of the Kinsey Institute looked at uh, MRI scans uh, of 17 subjects as they looked at photos of their loved ones uh, and identified basic styles of thinking and behaving uh, and then developed this quiz. Did you take this quiz? I did take this quiz. Okay. I bet we got this like exact same. Story. I don't. I was kind of down the middle on a lot of things. Maybe unsurprisingly, I don't know if I still have my results pulled up. I do. Okay, so this it's the anatomy of love dot com. <laughs> this does not sound. This sounds like a GeoCities. <laughs> it sounds like a, it could be a few different things. So there are different types here. There is the explorer, the builder, the director, and the negotiator. Yeah. I took this twice because the first time I was so down the middle that I was like, I've got to take this again. Yeah. You got to stand for something, Rachel. So I ended up with the negotiator. Interesting. What'd you get? I got the builder. Oh, okay. I was really close on that. Negotiator uh, was 58%. Builder was 52%. I got 69% negotiator. It's just I was extremely a builder. Wow. I was hugely a builder. Builders, uh, famous builders include Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> who I've always thought. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, Colin Powell, uh-huh. uh, huge. And then some famous, uh, my sub uh, personality is director, like Steve Jobs. Okay, so that was the thing. So it told me negotiators are often attracted to their opposites, directors. Huh. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, that's weird. So my famous negotiators are uh, Bill Clinton and Oprah Winfrey. They don't have a lot to pull from, it doesn't seem like. <laughs> All we both, I, can, I think we can agree on is that neither of us are explorers. My explorer rating was garbage. My explorer was actually my second highest. You're kidding me. Yeah. Well, then maybe this is good. Maybe this is good. It's good for us to have this conversation. Well, here was here was the tricky thing, right? Like, obviously, I'm not super adventurous. No. But they asked me about, like, my desire to seek out new experiences and yeah. how I get bored if I do the same thing all the time. And th- that's true. Both of those things are true. None. Of, that's not true for me. The- I am, of course, fascinated by new experiences. But the amount of old elbow grease I'm willing to put into <laughs> hunting them down is quite limited. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's fair. Uh, yeah, because when I think about when we go out and do new stuff, usually I like I, I like look it up and and figure out the directions and then suggest well, yeah. the day and time we go there. Yeah. 
So I am a negotiator. I am a, a philosopher, which probably won't surprise wow. you. Uh, I am imaginative and intuitive, and I have superb language and people skills. Okay. Well, what about you? I'm a builder, pillar of society, most likely highly expressive of the serotonin system of the brain. They are traditional and conventional, as well as cautious, calm, and often social. And maybe I took the quiz wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They can be very modest when discussing their achievements. Okay, that's true. Uh, uh, on a date, a builder is likely to engage in tangible conversations about food, travel, sports, the weather, TV programs, and movies. They're often good at small talk, short conversations on concrete topics. Yeah, all right. Some of that works for me. So my builder and explorer were tied. Oh. I got 52% for both of them. My lowest one was actually director. Then how did you end up? How did you end up getting directors? No, director was supposed to be my match. So this uh, is this is the whole married okay. at first sight philosophy okay. of like, oh, you need somebody different from you. Well, I'm sorry, baby. I need to go out there and find a Ford Explorer of my very own. <laughs> Later. End of show. Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. I would never. Uh, famous explorers, uh, John F. Kennedy and Angelina Jolie. Magellan. Often put together in conversation absolutely our love defies the math and the science <laughs> if you i i really did think we were going to get a similar i did too. a similar one uh because i i do think that we are similar i would describe you as somebody that has superb language and people skills and is imaginative and intuitive yeah sure i feel like a lot of personality quizzes no matter what you get it's going to mention some positive characteristics yeah, that course. you would love to be true about yourself <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, I don't need a, I don't need a fucking matrix to tell me how much I love you, my wife and how deeply into you I am. It helps. <laughs> it helps to have the data just to show other people be like, oh yeah, boom. How do you like them apples? Uh, yeah, so that's chemistry. I don't know. There's, there's a hundred more things I could say about it and a lot of traits on the internet that I could describe in detail, but I think... I felt like I would just leave it there. Yeah, let's leave it there. It's mysterious. Set it down. It's a mystery. What mm -hmm. is that? I don't know. Can I steal your way? Yes. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis -vis, um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in wow the yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what 
is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. (laughs) Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, There's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? (laughs) Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. I have a tumble tam here and I would love to read it because it is for KT and it's from Lil Chili who says, Dear KT, you know what's wonderful? Living together. I'm so glad we can finally snuggle up and watch some Bake Off. Old enough or listen to those good, good McElroys anytime we want. If we survive vacation with my dad, we can survive anything. Happy early slash late birthday or whatever recent holiday is coming up slash has just passed. Love, Lil Chili. Man, I need some more Bake Off. Yeah, I would love a Bake Off old enough mashup show <laughs> where they make like little like six-year-old Japanese children try to make like a croquembouche or, or something. Or they have to go get the ingredients. And then whatever they bring back, uh-huh. this is a hit show waiting to happen. It's like, oh, my child didn't bring the chocolate for this chocolate cake, so. Ridicule him. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just gotta share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Carrie, is it? Oh, yes. Hi, I'm Carrie. I am Psychic Ross, and I will be reading you this evening. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. I co-host a podcast. It's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. Yes, I'm sensing that. The spirits are telling me it is a show about Well, it's about like fringe science and spirituality and claims of the paranormal. Oh, you knew that. You do research online. But more importantly, like we do in-person investigations. In-person investigate as well. Oh, my God. That's amazing. See? Me and my friend. This is so weird. My friend, Ross. Same name as you. Weird. He and I just go and try them all out. And actually, we've gone to a number of psychics. And to be honest with you, it's a lot like this. It's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They can find it at MaximumFun.org. I could have told you that. So what's what's your thing? Bicycle.
Bicycle. <laughs> I want to buy a bicycle. I don't have a bicycle. I'm close to buying one. You just bought a bicycle. And my thing is riding a bicycle and how fun it is. This this says a lot, actually, about me and Griffin. Um, I was like, I need a bike. It just has to work. And preferably, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah. And so I just found somebody on Facebook Marketplace, and I did buy a boy's child's bike. <laughs> did you know it was a child's bike no. when you bought it? Excellent. No. I bought it from somebody who I, th- I think was a student uh, because I was in a college area when I picked it up. Uh, and I saw the bike, and I said, that looks like a nice bike. And I reached out, and I said, how tall are you? And she said that she was my height. And I said, great. Uh, and that was that, and then I picked it up, and then I did see the label on there that said, uh, I have to, it had Pikachu <laughs> on it. But Griffin, Griffin instead has spent a lot of time researching and right. And I want, uh, I'm gonna get a car, like an e, an, ele- an electric cargo bike that yes. I can tool uh, a child around in. Yes, one of ours. Yes, uh, <laughs> and I, I test rode one the other day. I rode your bike home from the bike shop. And it is a child's bike. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't easy. <laughs> it works for me because I am a small person, but it is not meant for an adult. I will say this. When you're going downhill, all bikes are basically the same. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. All of them are just like just speed machines, and I do like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, I'm, I think I'm ready to pull the trigger uh, on, on one of these e-cargo bikes. They're very hip. All the parents at, at the school that I drop Henry off yeah. at every day just pull up in their electric two-wheeled whips. We uh, live in in like a very kind of walkable neighborhood, but it is pretty hilly. Yeah. And so I think I think that motivated a lot of people saying like, I'd like a little help. Yeah, sure. But uh, all that said, it's just one of those things that riding around a bike here in D.C. and just like seeing all the people on bikes here in D.C. has just reminded me just how much I enjoy it. We used to live in, in like unbikable neighborhood like super huge hills everywhere when we were in austin yeah but remember our first house we both we both we both loved it we both hit the hills with the bike yeah um so uh i i i enjoy so many things about uh about the bike uh there's so many things i'm excited about about having this this new e-bike you can go places without parking which is great because I think I'm pretty sure DC has like 20 parking spaces for everybody to kind of share. Uh, to call you have to call dibs on them. You know, I say that there's a dope app here. I think that's called Parkwiz. Yeah, where you can reserve parking spots and that advance. may exist in other places. It I may don't know. exist in other places, but we used it to for a trip into the city with Rachel's parents. And knowing that we could like park pretty close to the museums and not have to sweat it was like actually a pretty huge load off the old noggin. But you don't even have to do that when you bike. You just need something you can chain your shit to. Um, you get to wear a helmet, which makes you look like a cool, like you're in Tron. Oh yeah, you like that? I always feel like like a big nerd in my helmet, and I know that that is an unsafe don't way of thinking. A, no, you look like you look like a cool Tron guy. Oh okay, good. Like a, some sort of cyber skater, and that absolutely does it for me uh you get in a night you get in a nice little workout uh which like i don't care so much about but it does feel nice after you've just finished riding a bike where you're like ah i need to go hit hit the showers yeah uh the shower after a a bike ride i just did a bike ride today uh to pick up my prescription and most of it felt like it was uphill 
Yeah. Uh, which I didn't like. No. And I always have the thought of like, should I just get off the bike and walk? Like, should I? But then I feel like everybody's watching me. Absolutely they are. <laughs> uh, emissions. No thanks. Bike don't emit. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think electric bikes emit. What would they emit? Electrons? Uh-huh. Radio waves. Radio waves. <laughs> uh, you get to pass by other bike riders and give them a little nod as if to say, ah, <laughs> me too. I have tried that, but again, I do have a child's bike. So <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> There ring. is, when I do see somebody whose feet, usually for me, the litmus test is if their feet are attached to the pedals, I I'm not on yeah, their level. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not on their level. If they have like a, an outfit specifically for biking. If they have butt pads in their in their like elastic pants like they're doing they're they've gone somewhere i would i could never follow and i don't want to follow them uh when you go down a hill on a bike without having a pedal it makes you feel like you're on like a little just a little urban roller coaster and that's fun for me uh or when you're you know not in the middle of the city you get that that fresh wind whipping in your face that's really good it's just you and nature all just part of one big beautiful tableau i like to i didn't really realize that google maps has like a, like you can look up bike directions so sometimes you can like yeah you know go go away you wouldn't normally be able to go yeah. in a car and then it'll be like there's a there's a plywood board downed that's formed a sick ramp you can use it to launch up on top <laughs> of the roof of this building cut three seconds off of your travel yeah. time collect the letters for skate as you go and get twenty thousand points um the history of bicycles is pretty wild and fun in ways that you could probably expect. The first chain-driven bike was introduced in 1885, and since then, like, it hasn't evolved too terribly much. Like, you've gotten, you've, we've gotten new, like, specialized forms for, you know, dirt dirt biking and city biking. And Yeah, no, I feel like the bike I have now uh, and bikes I have had in the past, like, could have existed really at any time in the like 20th century it's just a frame and gears and a chain and handlebars and Uh brakes yes like there's not a whole lot more to it than that but it is fun to look at bikes from before 1885 because we it's just like what were we thinking and i know that this is easy to do when you look back at the history of invention and say like get it the fuck together guys but with bikes it just seems like somebody had to invent one of these things and then one person got on it like this is not it. Keep trying because this can't be right. Uh, some of the earliest like bicycle looking vehicles in the early 19th century, we got the Lauva machine or the, uh, sometimes it was called the dandy horse. And the dandy horse was a bicycle uh, typically made out of wood that, get this, didn't have pedals. You just kind of straddled it. And you just kind of oh, Fred Flintstone. That's like the kids and with the balance bikes. Yeah, that's the thing now. Like all the all the research says, like don't give your kid training wheels; they won't really learn how to ride. Instead, get them a balance bike. So that's they interesting. Can, they can learn how to, you know, get used to navigating the like two wheel system. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. But yeah, no pedals on that thing. Um, but but for a grown up to do that, it feels <laughs> yeah, no, it would look pretty funny at distance too. Like imagine trying to go up a hill in one of those, right? Yeah, like no, you, you miss couldn't. one step and it's like, oh, whoop, there I go, bye. Uh, after that, we got the velocipede, which sounds so cool. 
Uh, and technically that includes those bikes with like one huge wheel and one small one. Of course. But for a while after we figured out, hey, pedals on this thing make it go good, uh, we got halfway there. Uh, only the earliest like pedal bikes just positioned the pedal on the center of the front wheel. So you were just turning the front wheel with your legs out in front of you and the back wheel was just like, do whatever back there, I guess. <laughs> you just follow me, okay, back wheel. I don't know how you go about stopping one of those, which is probably why shortly thereafter we did get the the chain model that we all yeah. know and love so much. Um, yeah, it, again, like I know it's mean to judge because I'm sure when the dandy the dandy cycle came out, people were like, "This is it. Oh, this is the future. Man. This beats walking so much." But like, man, I think five years after that, they were like, "Do you guys remember when we used to? You remember this? What is that? It's a dandy cycle. Where's the pedals? I don't know, man. It, <laughs> it's a different time. We were all excited. <laughs> we had half a bicycle, and we were like, "Doesn't get better than this." <laughs> um, I just like biking. I like a, I like biking, not in any kind of way that I think could. I could call myself a biking enthusiast. Yeah, you're not going to like really double down on this and like. Well, I am going to buy an expensive electric uh, cargo bicycle, so I kind of will, yeah, will have to. to use it. Mm-hmm. But I think there are a lot of ways that I could use something like that. There's a lot of times where there's like a middle distance between walkable and public trans transitable or drivable that so much stuff I feel like exists in here in DC. That is very true. Like we went out and we got the double stroller and that has been helpful, but like you don't really want to push that thing for more than 10 minutes. Right. So there's like this middle ground that I, you know, this city is just so bike friendly. It feels like a waste to kind of not take uh, take advantage of that. I'm excited about this. I can't wait. I can't wait to see uh, Big Sun Sitting in that just, little, yeah, that little, just holding on for carrier. dear life <laughs> as I stun, <laughs> trying desperately to talk to you in a very quiet voice, yeah, <laughs> just over While and I over. Do wheelies, just hit nonstop. Ramps. What that is, and then you like stop and pull over, and he's just like, "Who do you think would win in a fight, uh, Bulbasaur or Charizard?" He, I know that you're making a joke right now. <laughs> But I hope you know that our son would never need to ask me that question. Okay. Like, I understand your point. <laughs> but to suggest that Henry would need to ask that question uh-huh. is an insult to him and myself. Because, like, what kind of dad would I be if my son was running around asking people that question. Yeah. Not a very good he one. He knows more about the types uh, than I do. Well, yeah. It, like, like he will sometimes talk exclusively about types with Griffin, and yeah. I just, I sit there. You're over there just, like, trying to get him to. It's like, hey, remember when we read books? That's not fair. <laughs> he loves books, too. He does. I can't. I'm trying to think of something that's Our son mine. is incredibly well-rounded. I know. And you have lots of things. I guess but... he likes drawing. Maybe I could lean back into that, and yeah. that could be my thing. And then we can talk about different- Or you could get into Pokemon. Different shades of blue, and then I can really- It's way easier to learn about Pokemon than, than art theory. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. There's a link to that in the episode description. And uh, thank you to MaximumFun.org for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org, check out all the great shows that they have there, 
and just start clicking on stuff and you'll find yourself on a page and click the play button on it and then sit still for one hour and let it wash over you. We have stuff over at McElroyMerch.com. We got some shows coming up at uh, bit.ly slash McElroyTours uh, coming to San Jose and Denver and Detroit and Cincinnati and D.C. And um, that uh, was fun. This is fun. Maybe not sonically, but it was fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's merch, too. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can say it again, though. <laughs> The more, math is scientifically, the more we mention our merch, the more people do buy it. Okay. I mean, it's September, you know, we got to get Halloween gifts. Sure. For people. Uh-huh. You know. Buy enough be- new Besties t-shirts to hand out to every child. <laughs> yeah. Who comes to your door this Halloween. Or maybe you want to dress as somebody that enjoys the McElroys for Halloween. Hopefully you don't have to dress like, hopefully you just are that. Anyway. Uh, anyway, that's our show. That's it. And I have, we do, I, we need to go. We're having a lot of fun here today, but we do need to go. We have things to do. Uh huh. This is one of the things that we need to do. And I'm glad we did it because I have a lot of fun doing it. Uh huh. But you can't just sit around and do podcasts all day. Well, well, <laughs> kind of do, but it's my secret. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.